We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of the March or Die podcast. So glad that you would decide to take a moment to listen. And uh, I trust that these episodes or these podcasts have been a help and an encouragement to you. Certainly when we talk about life's battles and overcoming the difficulties that we all inevitably face, we all have questions. We go into these with our own experiences, our own backgrounds, our own stuff that we're carrying. And sometimes we just need a different perspective. And I do my best every week to provide that, trying to answer the question, how do we move forward when the world around us seems to be falling apart? How do we move forward when the world around us seems to be falling apart? And again, your world may be different than my world. Maybe we're all living in the same world. And from time to time, I'm sure we kind of move in and out of those things. I have my personal world, and then there is the world. But often, we move through life, and we find ourselves in those battles. And we don't exactly know how to navigate them. We don't exactly know what to do. And uh, I I do my best every week to come to you with some ideas, some perhaps uh, techniques or some strategies for dealing with that. And I hope that this is a help to you. If it is, why don't you share it out with someone? Uh, I know that you know people, just like I do, who are going through some things. Maybe these episodes could be a help and an encouragement to them. If you have not yet subscribed, if you're watching this on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe to my channel there. That would be Awesome. A lot of content going on there. Uh, But if you're listening to the podcast, as many of you are, uh, please take some time to not only listen to this, but to subscribe to the show on your uh, podcast provider. And uh, that would be great. Uh, We do our best and I do my best to uh, provide as much content as possible that can be as helpful as possible. But it's not helpful if you're not receiving it. So I want to make sure that you receive it. And for those of you that are watching the live stream, thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. We will jump into this. And today's topic is very simply, why fight? Why fight? Again, we're looking at every aspect possible uh, of this idea that we're all in battles and we're all dealing with stuff. And the question uh, that you have to answer and I have to answer is a question that's very real to all of us. Why? (laughs) Why fight? Why don't we just walk away? Uh, The idea of being a pacifist in life is something that I think we would all uh, perhaps be attracted to. Uh, Even those who have been trained for combat and trained for war and have been a part of the military, as I and many others have, uh, like the idea of peace. I think most of us in our 
personal moments like the idea of peace. We like the idea that we could do our job and be involved in our relationships and accomplish important things with relative peace and safety. And sometimes what that translates into is avoiding battles at all costs. You've perhaps had these conversations with people that you care about. Maybe you've had this own uh, kind of inner conversation about avoiding battles. It's just not worth it. Why would I fight? Why would I get involved in that? Why would I allow myself to be dragged into that? I find myself in a battle I did not anticipate, I did not plan for, I don't want. Why fight? I'll tell you on the outside that it's not every fight that we need to be involved in. I've had to learn this over time. When I was a young man, I thought that every fight was my fight. I would argue about anything, and sometimes I visit that place again. <laughs> but for the most part, maturity teaches us that we don't need to fight about everything. Not everything is worth an argument. Not everything is worth a fight. Not everything is the hill that we should die on. Not everything. But there are very real battles that really need to be fought. But the question we have to ask is... Why? Why do we fight? One of my favorite movies is a movie entitled The Darkest Hour or Darkest Hour. It's uh, really a snapshot in time of the, um, the time when Winston Churchill was doing his best to help uh, Great Britain deal with the oncoming Nazi invasion, what they thought would be a Nazi invasion, and everything that was taking place, setting the stage for what we would call World War II. Winston Churchill was a guy who was almost prophetic. In fact, prior to this time, right before World War II, uh, the 10 years or several years prior to that, he called his, his dark days, his dark hours, his wilderness experience, because he was talking about what was coming and no one was listening. Finally, what was coming was there. And people had to listen. If you haven't watched the movie, watch the movie. We're Americans, so we watch movies. We don't read history. If you're inclined to read, there are some great books uh, about this. And uh, this is one small part of this. Uh, but Winston Churchill, as he did his best to communicate, and as he did his best to provide strategy around how the Nazi invasion and the Nazi uh, occupation of most of Europe would be dealt with from Great Britain, he stood before the House of Commons, one of the sessions of Parliament, on June 4, 1940. He gave an incredible speech. It was a, a speech uh, really kind of um, entitled, at least the slang of the title is, We'll Fight on the Beaches. That's how it's known. I don't know what the actual title was. But it was a speech that had that famous line in it, We'll Fight on the Beaches. Winston Churchill was standing before politicians and a country that was greatly divided. The war was coming. In fact, the Nazis had moved through most of Europe. France had fallen. Things were getting very, very bad. And yet there were a lot of people politically and a lot of people who just lived in Great Britain that were asking the question, why should we fight? Why should we get involved in this? And if we do get involved in this, can we possibly win? Winston Churchill was trying to make the point that there are some battles that are worth fighting, and this is one of them, that if we don't fight, we will certainly lose everything that we care about. There's so much in this speech, and if you haven't watched the speech, go watch the movie. If you haven't listened to the speech, go watch the movie, or you can read this. I want to read you the, the last paragraph of this speech. He, he says this, again, Winston Churchill is speaking to Parliament he says, even though large tracts of Europe and many old famous states 
have fallen or may fall into the grip of the Gestapo and all the odious apparatus of Nazi rule, we shall not flag or fail. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until, in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. What a speech. Winston Churchill such an oratory artist, if you will, incredible at giving speeches. He, he knew exactly what to say at exactly the right moments. He was trying to convince the country that now was the time to fight. And fight they did, you know the story. But so much was uncertain at this moment, and so many questions were being asked, and the big question was, should we fight? And if we do fight, how long and to what end? And Winston Churchill stood before them and said, we'll fight everywhere we need to fight to preserve our way of life. You see, what he was conveying to them was this simple truth. There are some fights that are worth having. Now, Maybe you're at that moment in your life right now where you're asking the question, is the fight I'm involved in worth having? It would be easier just to turn around and walk away. It would be easier to do anything other than fight. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. I don't want to be involved in this anymore. Why should I fight? You need to seriously evaluate if it's a fight that was brought to you and one with real consequences. And if the answer to those is yes then you have to dig deep and you have to understand that there are real reasons to have real fights, even when you don't want to. Robert Lewis is an author that has written so much specifically on the idea of being Christian men. He made this statement. It's a great statement. He says, in life, men need to reject passivity, accept responsibility, and lead courageously, while expecting the greater reward. Reject passivity, and you see that's where most of us live. The reasons families struggle and communities struggle and businesses struggle and countries struggle is because leaders are not leading. And there comes a moment in time where we have to stand up and reject passivity, just allowing things to happen around us. The next part of that is accept responsibility. Be responsible for your part, whatever your part is. Accept responsibility for whatever it is that you can control and then lead courageously. Expecting the greater reward, that is expecting that God will do what only God can do. We cannot control everything. But when the fight comes to us, when the fight comes to our island, as Winston Churchill says, we have to be willing to stand up and do the hard work of fighting the important fights in life. There's five things. This is a podcast, (laughs) so I'm not going to go into detail on these things. I just want to give you five thoughts as you look at the battle in front of you. 
Five reasons to fight. Here's number one. There is a real enemy. Perhaps we'll talk about this more in the future, but there is a real enemy. In this life and in this culture, you can see it if you'll step back long enough to really understand what's happening. There's a real enemy. Uh, There are real forces aligned to destroy your relationship with your spouse, to destroy your family, to take you out of the game, to keep you on the bench so that other things can happen without your involvement. There is a real enemy. It's real. You're not imagining it. (laughs) Uh, It's not something that's made up. There's a real enemy. There are real forces at work that seek to do everything they can to keep you from fully being what God has created you to be. Why did the battle come? Why are there struggles in the relationship? Uh, Why am I challenged in these areas? Why is this happening? I don't know the answer to all of those questions, but I will tell you that there is a very real enemy that would do whatever needs to be done to keep you from living the life that God has created you to live. Why fight? Because there's a real enemy. Why fight? Well, because there's a lot of misunderstanding around the battle that you're in. There's a lot of misunderstanding. When you stand to fight a fight, even if you didn't choose the fight, you didn't choose the battle. There are those that will accuse you of doing this or doing that. They'll tell you to go this way or that way. There's so much misunderstanding. There's so much confusion And in the midst of all of the confusion and the uh, the misunderstanding, someone has to stand up and say, we're going that direction. There is much misunderstanding. Why do you need to fight? Because of the confusion. Uh, We could look at so many examples, but in our world, we can't even decide right now in America (laughs) what constitutes a man or a woman. I mean, we're that confused. And in the battles of life, every battle that we face in our lives is going to have that level of confusion. Someone has to stand up and say, no, there is a path forward. There is a way forward. And we're going to take that together. There is a real enemy. There is much under uh, misunderstanding. I love this one, number three. This is your calling. I think all of us believe that we were called to live a life of peace. Again, uh, your job aside, some serve in the military, some are law enforcement officers and involved in other uh, areas of life that require force to make things happen. But when it comes to our personal lives, again, our relationships, our work, the future, the uncertainty of all of those When it comes to our personal lives, I think most of us believe that we were called or created to a life of peace. Understand, I've been saying this more and more and more over the last uh, few months. God knew when you would be born. God knew what would be happening in the world at this moment in your life. And for this, God created you. You see, I believe that not... Many of us were created for a life of peace. There may be some, but most were created for the battles, for the fights. God created us and resourced us so that we could stand up and do what he has indeed called us to do. This is your calling. Don't view what you're living through right now as something to get through or something to survive or something to simply hang on until you can get somewhere else. This is your calling. 
This is why you're here. Don't miss it. Understand that in the fights, there are lessons to learn. So many lessons to learn. Learn the lessons. I wrote a book, same title as this podcast, March or Die. And in that book, I talked about how when I was in Iraq in 2003, I missed so many of the lessons I could have learned. Now, with almost 20 years of time to look back, I've, I've distilled some of those and taken some of those on, and I understand them now. But so much of what was happening around me at the time, I just wanted to survive. I wasn't learning the lessons. It's in the battles that the greatest lessons can be learned. There is a real enemy you need to fight. There's much misunderstanding and confusion in the world. You need to fight. This is your calling. You need to fight. There are lessons to learn in the middle of the fight. And finally, there are people who depend on you. If you don't fight for them on their behalf, then who will? If you don't, who will? So often we take ourselves out of the fight because we ask the question, why? Why should I fight? Why should I be a part of this? Why should I be involved in this? I know that not every fight is one that we should have, but there are some real fights that we really need to be involved in that have very real consequences. And there are so many good reasons to stand up, rejecting passivity, accepting responsibility, and leading courageously. There's a real enemy that wants to destroy you. There's much confusion, and someone has to stand up and point the way. This is your calling. It's why you were put on this earth. There are lessons to be learned, and there are people who depend on you. Fight. We talk about the battles of life. We talk about the difficulties and the struggles and the trials. We all have them. We know what that's like. I'm here to tell you one very simple thing today. Although you may not have chosen this fight, you get to decide how you will fight. But more than anything, you have to decide (laughs) to fight. Because some things are worth fighting for. And if not you, then who? Remember, When the bullets are flying, when you're in the fight, you only have two choices. You can march or you can die. But thankfully, you have the power to decide. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.